0: What's up, sports fans? Welcome to the second episode of the Final Timeout Sports Channel. This is our football podcast, Football Fanatics with Fernando and Forbes. We're going to hop right into it. This first half of the episode is going to be at the AFC East. We're going to be talking about the Buffalo Bills, the New England Patriots, the New York Jets, and the Miami Dolphins. Fernando, tell me how you see this division playing out. Are we going to see a shakeup and who's in the best position entering the 2022 season?
1: Well, I hate to say it, but I think it's got to be the Bills again at the top spot. I mean, they, I mean, between Josh Allen, you know, re-signing, you know, Stefan Diggs to a big contract, adding Von Miller, like, this team is destined for 12 or more wins. Yeah. Second spot, you know, I'm going to go with our Pats. I'm I'm excited, you know, Mac Jones going to second year. Sure, we lost J.C., but you know what? I think that we did a decent job um, in the draft, you know, getting you know, some more stability in at the safety position, you know. And I'll take us at the second, you know, hopefully making a break and getting into the postseason as well. Third, I'm gonna have to go with the Dolphins, you know. There's a lot of talk about the Dolphins, you know, some new arrivals including Tyree Kill, Raheem Mostert, Sony Michel. Like, can Tua do it? Maybe if he can, you know. We see the Dolphins, you know, with eight or more wins, and at last I'm gonna have to, you know, keep the tradition going and go with the <laughs> Jets. You know, you know how it goes. I will say they, I'm expecting an improvement from the Jets. You know, maybe, maybe five and a half. You know, six wins. Um, what about you, Forbes?
0: You know, I, yeah, I, I definitely have a, a pretty similar uh, AFC shakeup. Uh, I got the Bills going first. I mean. Like you said, they they didn't really lose anybody during the offseason. They, they gave Josh Allen a massive deal. They, they got Stephon Diggs back on a massive deal. Um, and they added to one of the best defenses in the league, Von Miller, like you said. And they drafted well in James Cook and, and a couple other guys. So they're not getting any worse, that's for sure. So I definitely see them at the top of the, the AFC East. Next, I agree. I, I've got the Pats. Um, yep, I think that. Uh, yeah, we de- uh, as Pats fans overall definitely a little disappointed and surprised to see a, uh, a season like we did this past year. It's not something that we've been used to necessarily in our lifetime. But uh, you know, yeah, we we did lose JC Jackson, but I think we drafted pretty well. We added some good receivers. Uh, there's going to be growth in Mac Jones and just overall the offense with him. I mean he's the the first time he's ever on the offense the first time everyone on our offense has been with him so i think there's going to be a lot of growth in our team uh moving forward and it it will probably come down to making sure that we have a cohesive unit on defense um after that i i honestly got to go with the jets um wow yeah i think that you you mentioned it they they're definitely going to improve um this is probably more of a risky call by me but uh I think they they won the NFL draft with with Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson in in the top 10, um, really adding two of the best offensive and defensive prospects in this year's draft. I think those guys are really going to help build that young core that they've kind of already tried to establish. And it's going to lead to some more wins and some bigger wins than I think all of us expected. Granted, it's still going to be the good old Jets and they're going to find a way to, to choke or, or lose the big games when it matters, but they are going to improve, and I do think they're going to be better than our fourth-place Miami Dolphins. I think that it's tough that uh, Miami fired Brian Flores. Obviously, there's there's a whole lot going on with that situation, with the whole lawsuit, but I do think that he was building a good um, just team energy um, and, and environment in Miami. Um, you know, he swept the Patriots last year beat them once uh, at split games within the previous years, um, was doing a pretty good job beating up on the Jets yet again, and, and was having competitive games with the Bills. So um, I think that was a tough loss for them in, in coaching. Granted, I, I don't know exactly how, how it's going to fare this year, but uh, I think it's tough when you lose kind of a, a good coach like that and then you also don't um, – you still got to rely on a a Tua Tagovailoa who is who has struggled overall to be an effective and efficient quarterback. So, that's how what I what I got from, okay. from my top 4. Yeah, let, let's uh, let's see. Let's let's dive into how about the Bills first. Let me hear some key games. I'm going to hear some win projections and a couple how about a most valuable player and a most underrated player.
1: Oof, so for projection, I'm going to go with 13 wins. 13 13 wins I know that's a that's a hefty price but I think that this team is destined for postseason greatness and I think it's gonna be you know begin during the regular season I don't think I don't see them losing many times um let's see here for biggest game I'm gonna have to go with the Ravens away yeah what is it is it week four Forbes
0: it is. Yes, it is week four.
1: Week four. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens, I mean, are going to be a solid team. You know, they have a solid offense. We know who Lamar Jackson is. And, you know, they time and time again, you know, have a stingy defense. Yep. You know what I mean? And at home, you know, it it's never easy. I think that looking into the tough stretch the Bills could see, I think that this Ravens game is is a vital win. And also it'll show how you know battle tested they are for you know to beat any team in the AFC.
0: Yeah, I agree and especially that's going to that's going to start off a uh, uh, a stretch, yep, Ravens away, Pittsburgh Steelers at home, Kansas City Chiefs away before they they get into their bye. So that's that's definitely going to be a very very important game and start off to a, to a stretch there. I, I got to say, I'm, uh, I'm looking most ahead in, in this season. I got week 18 with the New England Patriots. For context, I, uh, I have the Patriots beating the, the Bills in, in uh, week 13 at home, and that's going to set the stage for a week 18 battle that is going to be a requirement for the Bills to win the AFC East and secure a home playoff win. I think that last year we saw the struggles that uh the bills had adjusting to the weather um and i saw we saw how um you know Josh Allen wasn't used to throwing the ball like that it, the defense wasn't used to just playing against a straight run attack that the patriots were using so i think that's going to be a big game i think that's going to come down to deciding the afc east so that's the biggest game that, that, that I have for, for the bills that this year. Gotcha.
1: And what do you have them projected?
0: I, I've got 12 wins for them, so I, I've, got, I've got one less, but uh, you know, they're the starting off against, uh, you know, defending champs, the Rams, um, they got to play. Uh, the other Super Bowl team uh, from last year in the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, like I said, you know, they, they struggle winning two against the Patriots, and they also got to play. The chiefs and the packers so it's they they have a tough schedule ahead of them um, but you know both of us picked them to win so we've got to have a lot of faith in them as a team just talent wise and and cohesiveness they they've shown that they can come together and battle through a a tough schedule Uh, so speaking of, of battling through a tough schedule let me hear your most valuable players and your most underrated player on the bills that helped them battle through these schedules
1: I mean, for most valuable player, isn't it obvious? Yeah. It's got to be Josh Allen. Yeah. I think that Josh Allen is beyond capable of putting up an MVP caliber year, perhaps even taking the accolade itself. Um, For underrated guy, I think it could be, you know, a lot of different guys. You know, there are a lot of key contributors on this team. Like we saw Gabriel Davis show up very big in the postseason Mm -hmm. last year. But I do think that... James Cook can be a great candidate for such mm-hmm. underrated you know value per se because you know there's Devin Singletary who did do well uh, the latter half of the season um, and you know what though James Cook coming out of jo- uh, Georgia was a second round guy I believe so yep. I mean I think that he could be the starter and you know how valuable a running back is you know to that offense.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I, th- I think I agree James Cook is, is going to be a huge guy for their offense, especially with, you know, yeah, Devin Singletary started to turn it up a little bit towards the end of the season, but he wasn't the uh, the running back and the, the RB1 that they, they wanted. Um, you know, I, I agree. I got to go with Josh Allen. Um, Talent-wise and stuff, it was kind of a toss-up between Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen, but because of that, I, I feel like I got to go with the, uh, the quarterback, you know, general on the field. Um, I mean, couple of stats. Only player in NFL history with 100 passing touchdowns, 20 rushing touchdowns in the first four uh, seasons of their career. Ranked second all-time in total touchdowns in a player's first four seasons with 131, trailing only Dan Marino with 144. Only quarterback in the league with three straight seasons of seven or more rushing touchdowns. He's, like you said, he's already the league favorite uh, to be the 2022 NFL MVP. I, I did note that the addition of James Cook in the backfield is going to be huge because um, Josh Allen was one of the lead, uh, was pretty high up there, leading rusher on their team. That's um, true. In last year, so I think it's going to be big. Be able to uh, protect his body more, and he'll just be able to throw more, which adds up to a healthier Josh Allen throwing more touchdowns. And uh, as for for underrated player, I went with uh, a bit of a random guy, Matt Milano um milano a fifth round pick in 2017 um and you know we talk we talk about the bills linebacker core and already extremely strong with tremaine edmonds uh and von miller but uh milano has arguably played uh better than first round pick uh tremaine edwards in the the buffalo defense he's at times been a better uh um uh, coverage player at times been uh a better run stopper and stuff it's it's been more for him uh kind of putting it a co- putting a complete game of football together i mean this past offseason mm. um he was ranked the 10th best linebacker according to uh, pro football focus so i think the biggest thing putting a a, a really complete game together for him is going to be essential and that's just going to you know skyrocket the 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 bills even more so 100 percent. that's that's going to be interesting and uh We've definitely talked a, a, enough about those Bills. Let's, let's get on to our, our favorite team here, the New England Patriots. Tell me about win totals, key games, favorite, favorite players, underrated players. What do you got for me?
1: Look, Forbes, for starters, I'm excited for this, for this season to start. I think that we're going to continue to improve projection for starters. I take us way above the over eight and a half wins. I think that's a bit disrespectful. You know, us and the Dolphins are both at over eight and a half as the line, which is wild. Anyways, projection, 11 and six for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You know, I see us splitting with the Dolphins and the Bills, sweeping the Jets. You know, I will say the first four games are going to be pretty tough. Yep. Um, But you know what? I think that's going to get us battle tested. And then, you know, I think we're going to get a little stretch of wins and we're going to, you know, see that confidence that we did see, you know, last season as well, except we're going to, you know, finish strong. Yeah. Um... As far as, you know, studs, you know, underrated players, I think that we have a few on the squad. Mm -hmm. Uh, My most underrated player is going to be Kendrick Bourne. I think that he's going to have a bounce-back season. Um, You know what? And you know some crazy stat that I saw the other day, Forbes? Yeah. The patch ranked dead last in receivers with 100 yards in a game. And can you guess how many games we had with a receiver over 100 yards?
0: Uh, I'm going to go with three. Zero. Jeez. The
1: only team, the Jaguars, second to last with one.
0: That's, we didn't, that's isn't tough, that crazy? That's a tough statistic to That's crazy. Uh,
1: to well, anyways, perfect seg- segue Excuse me for MVP, which has got to be the kid going into his second year, Mac Jones. I'm excited for this guy, honestly. And that's the buzz I've heard around, you know, reading, reading these little articles here and there, you know. His fellow players, you know, Pat's players are excited about Mac Jones. You know, he's looking, he's looking a little bit bigger. You know, he's looking a little meaner, and he's ready for his second year. You know, prove the haters wrong.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I've been, I've been hearing that too. That's some of the, the talk that's been, been going on. Um, yeah, teammates have mentioned he's been, he's come in summer workouts. That kind of dad bod has, uh, has gone away <laughs> that we all saw in that, uh, that national championship photo of his. And he's ready to lead the team like the uh, like the field general that, that he needs to be and that we've expected him to be. Um, so, yeah, I, I 100% agree there. I got I got Mac Jones as the most valuable player for the Patriots. I think a lot of times it's, um, you know, the quarterback as the, like I said, the field general is going to be the most valuable player. They're in the most control uh, when it comes to the game. Um, for sure. Most underrated player, I, I went with Jonu Smith, um, you know, partially – He's underrated for a reason. He struggled last year. Uh, we were expecting he and Hunter Henry to come in and kind of be our next double tight end duo that was really going to set the league on fire. We were going to just be a powerful, you know, hard-hitting offense. Um, so that was a little disappointing when Hunter Henry definitely had more of the production, especially when it came to um, receiving and touchdowns. I mean, I think Hunter Henry had six or seven um, games in a row with a red zone touchdown. Mm-hmm. So it, it was tough when when John really didn't produce like we expected him to. However, towards the end of the season, I saw him um, improve when it came to uh, his blocking, which I think is one of the biggest things, especially you know when you, you play under Bill Belichick. So I think that's going to be really big, um, and I think that him improving is going to be really important um, for the Patriots to actually have a successful season moving on from there i know you you disagree with me on this one but i have the new york jets coming in third in our division wow tell me what you see from them this season what improvements what what's noteworthy for you from from the jets okay forbes
1: you do have them coming in third which i will say is a bit crazy but (laughs) what i will say is that i am projecting the jets to win over five and a half games
0: I agree. Taking
1: them with a record of 6-11. and 11. You know, I do see this improvement coming from last year. I mean, where to begin? I think that their offense is low-key solid. Yeah. You know, I think that from a personnel perspective, if you're looking at their running backs, you know, the acquirement of, what's it, um, Reese Hall, Garrett Wilson, wide receiver. Like, you know what? Like, this team is destined to improve Mm -hmm. as far as as far as an underrated player goes similarly how you mentioned a player on the bills who couldn't contribute as much last year due due to injury I am gonna go with Lawson on the Jets you know they added rookie Jermaine Johnson in the first round but I think the combo of him and Lawson could be insane and I think that you know Lawson missed some time with a ruptured Achilles. Mm-hmm. I think he bounces back and contributes strong with the rookie. Um, as far as MVP goes, I'm going to tip my hat to Garrett Wilson. I think that this guy is phenomenal. I enjoyed watching him play in college, and you know what? I think that he has serious talent and superstar potential, and could really open that Jets offense with you know Elijah Moore, and you know and Co. What do you think, Forbes? Yeah, yeah I, third.
0: I I do. Yeah. I, I and like I said, I thought they won the NFL draft this year. Um, I think that I, I agree with you 100 percent that their most valuable player is Garrett Wilson. Yes, obviously he's a rookie, but he's expected to be their number one receiver. Um, yeah, they they got a couple other guys that you could argue are going to be number one receivers, but he was their number ten pick. He's this absolute athlete um, that you know can get up for balls. I think. It's going to be up to him to help, uh, Zach Wilson grow. I know that's a little bit backwards because Zach Wilson's second, the second year player Wilson's the, uh, Garrett Wilson's the, the rookie, but he needs to help, uh, Zach Wilson develop, um, in his just quarterback reads, quarterback throws and everything. So I think that's what makes him really, really important. Um, most underrated player I'm going with Braxton Berrios, a former, former Patriot, um, I wouldn't normally have, you know, the the most important player, most underrated player in the same position, but I think that the Jets' biggest needs are really at supporting uh, Zach Wilson. Um, And so, yeah, the the receiver core that they're building is really good, but we did see Braxton Barrios become a really good receiver and go-to guy for uh, Zach Wilson by the end of the season. He's also in charge of the punt returns and the kick returns, so... I think that makes him the most underrated player on the Jets. I have, uh, I have them going above the projected with a record of 7-10. and 10. Uh, so Seven going, wins I'm, for the Jets. Yeah, I'm going a game and a half uh, above the projected. But wow. let's cap it off with the Dolphins real quick. Let's hear what you got, Nando.
1: All right, so for the Dolphins, yes. I said they were coming in third, but I'm still going to put them under the 8.5 projected win total. Um, yeah, I'll give you a little wiggle room for eight wins if you really want, but still under eight and a half. I'm going to go with the projection, though, of seven and nine. You know what? I think Buffalo is going to sweep them. Buffalo is seven and one against Miami since Josh Allen arrived, um, winning the past seven meetings as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, new arrivals, like I mentioned earlier, Tyree Kill, Sony Michelle, Raheem Moser, you know, they have Jalen Waddle. Like, this team has... This team really has the guys, really has the studs to make this happen. And, again, like I mentioned, like, it's going to be up to the number five overall pick in the 2020 draft. Can Tua do it? Yep. Like, can he be that difference maker, that X factor, that guy that can honestly just let his guys make plays, you know? And as far as, you know, underrated guy, I think he's pretty underrated. And I think he needs to be him, you know? He needs to go out and win his team some ball games in order to make it to the postseason. Uh, MVP. I'm gonna have to go with Tyree Kill. I think we all know yeah. what he can do. He's special. He's unbelievably fast. He can win you games on big plays alone. And him and Jalen Wall. I mean, come on. Tua Just needs to. He just needs to do what he can do. You know, like simple. We've seen it in college. If he just, if he just come, on, gives us that little glimpse that he showed us in college. Damn, this team could be good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I have Tyreek as as the MVP, too. I mean, I I think we've all seen that meme that it's just like, F it, our receiver's down there somewhere. It's like, yeah, (laughs) F it, Tyreek Hill's got our receiver beat, or our our DP beat down there somewhere. So, yeah, Tyreek Hill's absolutely going to be the most, is is the most valuable player on this Dolphins team. I mean, uh, Jalen Waddell is is a great young receiver. He's just going to keep improving. And Tyreek Hill will be instrumental in his growth and just the growth of the offense. Um, as we said, Dolphins have added some great running backs, so that's going to be really important. And at the same time, like you said, we got to just think about how well is Tua going to be able to actually get the ball to his receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's So I was going to go with him as, as my most underrated player, but then I, I kind of went back and forth thinking, you know, he, he's underrated for a little bit of a reason. So, so I went with uh, Mike Gusecki as my most underrated player on the Dolphins. Um, I think that he does not get the recognition that he, he deserves. Uh, 2021, he averaged uh, over 10.5 yards per reception. Uh, and his, only, his production has only increased uh, in his three, four years uh, as a pro. Um, so in addition, with Hill coming onto the team, um, Gesecki will have less attention paid to him. And thus more targets and hopefully uh, more catches. So I think having a reliable um, receiver tight end um, is really important for Tua because he, he can't just rely on, on throwing the ball, um, you know, as far as he can and hoping that Tua or, or sorry, uh, hoping that Tyreek or Jalen Waddle are down there. He's got to have reliable receivers that he can count on um, regularly. So that that's my take on the dolphins i think they are going to struggle this year end up in the bottom of uh, of the afc east but like i said it's it's going to be it's going to be an interesting year and and i'm just excited for this season to finally get started
1: you and me both partner um one thing i did forget is that we didn't complete biggest games for each team i think we only covered the bills game but how about or sorry the bills biggest game but how about we go through the pats Dolphins and Jets and their most important games, real quick.
0: Oh yeah, I hear that. I uh, f- for the Pats, I had uh, I had the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know, I I thought about doing uh, talking about the Steelers. I, I think you were going to touch on them a little bit, but uh, I went with the uh, the Ravens. That, that that's an at home game, first home game of the season. Uh, historically, the Pats have been great at home, but past couple years we've struggled opening home games the season. I think that's a really important game. Uh, to really establish kind of a dominance and, and a great team, um, so I think that that's a, a great turning point game because then we're gonna have to go on the road to Green Bay. Um, you know that's gonna be a tough game no matter what. So coming off with the momentum of a good dub against the Ravens is, is pretty important. So that that's my most important game there. What what do you think?
1: Yeah, for that I mean you already alluded to it. Um, I think it's gonna be that away game against the Steelers. You know what? This Steelers team, they have some reinforcements, and you know what? I think they ha- they're they playing with a bigger purpose here, you know? Rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. And I think that this team is going to be like, you know, Tomlin's team's a hard team to beat. And I think that that first game against the Dolphins is going to be a tough one, like all games in Miami, right, Forbes?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, we've we've struggled in Miami as far back as I can remember, so that that'll be a big one when it, when it comes to to the jets who do you, who do you have
1: when it comes to the jets um i think that game 2 game against the browns is going to be a tough one i think that if i'm looking at those first two games um, that jets schedule on that jets schedule it's got to be it's got to be the browns game that's the most winnable and you know what? If they're losing that game, Forbes, let me tell you this much. There's no chance they come in third. I see them losing at least five in a row and you know what? At that point, you lose confidence, especially if you're a young team. You know? So, I think that the second game against the Browns is the most critical. What about you?
0: I agree. That, that that one's definitely an important game. I I did have the, the Jets winning that game. I had them losing the other three out of four to, to start off the season. So, I had the the home game against the Dolphins in Week 5 as being the most important. I think that having a bounce-back game after two straight potential losses and three out of four is really big. Like I said, I think they won the draft, and it's going to take a couple games for those rookies to really come together and start to get the the defense, the offense, and and be contributors. So I think by Week 5, they're going to have some semblance of what they need to do, um, and that's going to really help... uh, boost the uh, the Jets over the Dolphins uh, in week 5 at home. Um so that 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 I think is a big game. It's you know, I don't have many many Jets wins, but that's that's <laughs> one that I think that they're going to be able to power through a- a- and get. Um but speaking of the Dolphins, um what do you what do you think are the most important games game of the Dolphins' uh, season?
1: I mean, it's got to be game 1 against New England because you know what, Forbes Game one, uh, sorry, week one, you, the reality is every team is new, you know, in some way or the other. And, you know, Belichick knows that they kind of stink in Miami. <laughs> and, you know what, that's a game he can prepare for. You know what I mean? Yep. And you can't ever count out New England, especially on week one. So, you know what, I think that that will be the most critical game, especially as we look down the line, their future schedule. Week two away against Baltimore. Week three, they they got a Buffalo, and then week four away again against Cincinnati, Joe Burrow and Co. I mean, that's a tough first four games, and I think that, to be completely honest, I hate to say it, I think the Patriots at home might be the most winnable for them, so if they don't win that one, they could be looking at 0-4 to start the season, going into New York week five.
0: Yeah, I, I agree that that, uh, that week one game is definitely a, a must-win game to kind of... Uh, establish in, uh, a tempo and, and some type of rhythm for them because you're right. I mean, away at Baltimore, home against the Bills, away uh, against the Bengals, and, and then away against the Jets. Those are all, or three out of four, are going to be some pretty tough games. I, I went with Minnesota uh, in week six. It's a home game. I think that they're, the Dolphins are going to struggle early. I think that they're going to have a tough time bringing everything together. It's going to be a new offense. It's going to be new guys. And I think that they're going to have to um, kind of figure things out and come together. And it's going to take a couple weeks. By the time that happens, I-, I see them, you know, potentially starting one and four, getting to the Vikings week six against probably a, a struggling uh, Vikings team with Kirk Cousins. I-, I don't know why he's still a starting quarterback there, <laughs> but I-, I think that they're going to. Um, really need this win it's going to be a home game in front of their crowd um and i think that's going to be one that they're they'll be able to win um mm-hmm. but they they're going to need to if they want to salvage something out of their season so we'll see what happens there it's going to be interesting um and man i just wish it was already football season amen <laughs> amen to that Well, that seems like it's uh, all the time we have in our first half, and we will see you back here for the second half later tonight.